Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. I'm Irene Cook, your radio host, and I am going to talk about a little secret today. It is a secret that I'm sure you're going to be really, really happy that I am revealing. Um, It's a secret that many of you probably aren't aware of. And uh, some of you might be aware of this. And if you are somebody that's on my program or follows me, you have most likely um, been shared this secret before. But um, this secret is about the frustrations that occur when you are trying to lose weight um, or um, even just trying to meet a goal and you're not able to meet it. Um, and and the secret is embedded in what you are missing. So I'm going to unveil this secret a little bit later uh, in, into the show. Um, so clearly, when we are on the path of wellness, um, a, a really big piece of it uh, is, is nutrition. Um, another piece is the exercise component, but uh, uh, the biggest piece of all is mindset. Um, and changing someone's mindset is probably the hardest piece of, of the equation. Um, I was trying to come up with a topic for today's show, and I was meeting with a gentleman who's uh, new to my program, who is actually very fit. Um, And I'm not used to having members sign up who are already fit. Um, I do have many people that sign up that are in shape, but this particular person was already fit. He needed to learn how to eat healthy. Um, And he already knew how to eat pretty clean, but I was listening to him talk. Um, and I was asking him about his eating. And he felt very, very confident um, as he was speaking to me about the foods that he eats and how he breaks down his, his diet and how it's nutritious. And, and he's telling me all about it with full confidence um, that it was up to par. But as he was speaking, I, it took every ounce of me not to interrupt him um, to tell him all of the secrets that I'm going to reveal today. Um, and it is the secrets of, of what is hidden in, in foods that you're not aware of, um, the hidden calories, the hidden fats, and, and absolutely the dangers in foods that you think are healthy but aren't. And so um, this, this person came to me because uh, his, his health statistics were not looking so great when he went to the doctor. And as we all know, uh, sometimes you might look great. The scale might be exactly where you want it to be. Um, you might exercise and, and have the physique that you want. But your cholesterol might not be where it should be. Your blood pressure ratings might not be where they need to be. And your blood sugar might also be too high. And that is all dictated by diet. 
Um, and if you are somebody that isn't as lucky, um, who has a great metabolism um, or is on a regimen like this individual is who already works out, um, who has the added complication of weight uh, to the the element. So now you are overweight and you also have um, these health complications. Um, this this elevates the problem that much more. Um, so I'm listening to him talk and he's telling me about his diet and I'm wondering how many other people think that they are doing everything right when they are consuming these foods that are basically hidden uh, calories, hidden fats that you don't even know about. Um, and certainly you've heard my shows. If you haven't, you can go back and, and look some of them up on um, marketing and how labels and buzzwords can confuse the consumer um, and confuse you when you are out shopping and you're thinking you're buying something healthy. And that is certainly a relevant point. But um, there are other uh, foods that are confusing that aren't labeled, um, that are so innocently um, consumed, and the are calories that are untracked, um, or they are just unknown. Um, so when you are out and about, and you are trying to live a healthy lifestyle, whether you are actively trying to lose weight, or you are actively trying to improve your health, um, and a friend offers you uh, something to eat, and you take it, you look at it, and it looks good. Um, you actually don't know what it is made of. And and the biggest picture here in, in me saying this is unless you are making it yourself, you don't know what it has been made of. Um, and so that's going to lead me right into the first one, um, and that is eating out. Um, I've done full shows on eating out. I've done full shows on restaurants. I've done full shows on, on what you don't know, what you're getting. Um, but the biggest picture is when you are going to places, um, and it could be uh, dressed up all you want with all the right ingredients, uh, the chicken is not going to be made um, the way that it is made at home. Uh, the chicken is going to most likely have oils on it. The chicken is going to most likely have seasonings, MSG, sodium on it that you are not aware of. And these are untracked calories. So if you are somebody that is uh, watching their cholesterol um, and the chicken breast, as we all know it, um, and we look it up, has no cholesterol, but the chicken breast, as you are purchasing it um, at the grocery store that is pre-made or at your friend's house who is offering it to you or at the restaurant, um, has been prepared with butter. Well, now that's untracked. And so now you have uh, defeated the entire purpose. Um, and so that should not be something that you uh, look away from. Um, this is going to make a huge, huge difference in your overall progress. And if you're stumped as to why you're not seeing progress, and if you're confused as to why others um, are seeing progress and are able to meet their goals, I can tell you that they are tracking these untrackable um, items. 
and there are many, many more of them. Um, this is just a very loose example of, of one of them. Um, going to a, a, a restaurant and ordering the healthiest salad out there um, could be completely sabotaged by the way that the protein um, is prepared. So keep that in mind. And I know that mostly we look at things such as deep fried or battered, but grilled um, can be a culprit. Um, it could be salmon. It could be grilled. And I can tell you from being at steak restaurants, um, the steak oftentimes is prepared in butter. One pat of butter is 100 calories. And uh, a steak is going to need a whole lot more than a pat of butter to be prepared. And, and side note, that is why it does taste so, so good. Um, in fact, I was reading a study from the New England Journal of Medicine, and um, it, it found that people um, can underreport their food intake by as much as, ready, 47% in a day. Um, which is outstanding. Um, and I know that I see it. I witness it day in and day out. Um, and if you add up the caloric differences in this matter, um, it's astounding. Um, and so so zeroing in and refining these things is going to make a big difference. Um, a really big uh, ordeal that people put themselves into also is um, they will look at it and they will say, well, it looks okay, I will track it later. Um, and if you are someone that is in my program and you're listening right now, this is not something that I've ad addressed, uh, but it is a very big factor. Um, we will look at something, it will look healthy, we will calculate it, um, but we won't log it until later. And later, we aren't seeing the oils that are in the chicken. We aren't seeing all of the extras that are in there and we lose track. Um, it's just like the classic uh, riddle that someone would ask you um, that would uh, have you uh, name things that were blatantly there but you don't remember them later because your memory just doesn't remember them. So why is it so important to log everything? It is important to log everything because we cannot rely on our intuition. So if you are eating out too often, no matter what, um, this uh, will slow down your progress. Um, just today, I had a call with somebody and she admitted that one of the reasons that they weren't uh, losing weight is, is the eating out. And so this is my advice for eating out. If you are being lazy. If you are somebody that is just not wanting to cook dinner, it's a regular Tuesday night and it's five o'clock and you have food in your refrigerator, you have food in your cupboards, but you just don't want to get up and, you know, boil some water to make uh, some rice and, and put the chicken on the griddle. Um, that to me is not a valid reason to go out to dinner. Um, you are opening yourself up to failure. Uh, you're opening yourself up to those untracked, unseen calories. Um, that is not a reason to constantly go out to dinner. Why should you go out to dinner? For social reasons. If you are meeting a friend, if you are getting together, it's a beautiful night. You want to go out with your spouse and enjoy the evening because it is the perfect night and the weather isn't going to always be this way. And the kids are at grandma's and you're never alone. By all means, 
take advantage of it and go out to dinner so that you can enjoy your company and enjoy each other. Um, Do you see the difference? Um, Those are two completely different situations. Um, Again, scenario one, you're at home, sitting at your computer, working, and you decide to Uber because you don't want to get up and make a sandwich. Um, That is a poor excuse for eating out um, when you can just march upstairs and make yourself a sandwich. Um, And I know a sandwich is just a sandwich, but I can tell you, um, you know and you will know exactly what you're getting if you make it at home. You have to remember, there is a lot of room for error when you're eating out. Uh, So keep that in mind. All right, another big one that people aren't really understanding is uh, these bars. And I know I've done shows, again, just on bars and and protein supplements and that, but um, I hear this all the time. I hear that I'm going to grab a quick bar, I'm going to grab a quick bite, I'm going to go and get a protein bar supplement to make it from my breakfast to my lunch. Um, uh, Or I'm just going to skip the snack completely. You have to nurture yourself in order to get your metabolism moving. Um, So if you are somebody that is thinking that less is more, um, time and time again, I have said this, uh, with dieting, less is not more. Um, You need to nurture your body. You need to feed that fire um, in order for it to ignite. So the strictness of the philosophy of your thinking is not going to get you very far. And this this person that I was talking to and many people that I talked to right away want to take snacks out right away. They want to get super strict. Um, They want to uh, eliminate. And and by doing this, they want to eat uh, small things. And small things oftentimes are quick bites and protein bars. Um, Just before I got here today, I ran into uh, CVS and I right away saw the big aisle that they have of of supplement protein bars. And and there are none of them qualify as as a snack to me because none of them have the appropriate amounts of protein, um, carbs and sugars. Um, And if you keep on walking down the aisles, you see more snacks and they are all popcorn and nuts and chips. And and I'm not saying that these are bad snacks. Um, You can certainly combine several of these together and create a a snack that will work. Um, In fact, if you were to put something together that would would work, it would be um, finding something that has 20 grams of protein um, and, and less than five grams of sugar. But the quick bars usually is not the way to go. Uh, And I hear that time and time again. Um, If you're looking at a bar, and if you are certainly at a a convenience store, uh, pick up the bar, look at the grams of sugar, and then walk over to the candy aisle and look at the grams of sugar. And that should be really uh, your deciding factor on whether or not you should purchase that bar because there aren't many of them that don't have that same amount of sugar. Um, Craisins, for example, I realize they are dried fruit. Any dried fruit is loaded in sugar. Um, fruit is loaded in sugar, and I'm going to get to that in a, in a little bit. But craisins are basically dried up cranberries that 
have been uh, added with more sugar um, and other preservatives. So, so honestly, it is no different than eating candy. And in fact, uh, side by side to a Skittle, uh, they are pretty parallel. Um, so if you are just listening and just joining or listening to Huntley Community Radio, WHRULP, and I am talking about the untracked calories, um, the, the hidden secrets of why people often can't lose weight when they are leading a healthy lifestyle. Um, And so a healthy lifestyle is fueled by nutrient-rich foods that give our bodies energy um, that it needs. And that is the bottom line. Um, it It is providing our bodies with the highest point of nutrition. Um, Just because it's considered a health food, it does not mean that you should eat it with unlimited quantities. Um, And so my big one here is hummus and trail mix and quinoa. Uh, These are all great things. They are so nutritious. Uh, hummus, I've talked about this over and over again, uh, is made with chickpeas, which are garbanzo beans, um, tahini paste, which is basically um, sesame seeds ground up, made into a, a paste-like peanut buttery type of texture. Um, sometimes there's some olive oil in there. Nonetheless, um, it is very caloric, um, and uh, it, it goes down really, really easy. Uh, you have to still watch the amount that you eat. Um, And I've said this before, hummus should be treated like a condiment. It should be treated like a mayonnaise because it can get out of hand. It's so easy to consume, especially if you are sitting in front of it and you're hungry and you have a delicious tray of vegetables. Um, You you can easily down three or 400 calories of hummus. And it is nutritious. But if you're trying to watch your waistline, it's not the way to go. Quinoa, um, that is a big one that hit the markets uh, about a decade ago. Um, people are finally pronouncing it right. <laughs> and uh, it's actually a seed. And it is uh, very nutritious. It has uh, protein. It has the right type of carbohydrates. It's very filling. It's gluten-free. But it's very caloric. And uh, one cup of it, uh, one cooked cup of quinoa is 220 calories. Um, and that's very parallel to what a cooked cup of rice or a cooked cup of pasta is. But again, this goes down really easy. And it's it's very uh, beady-like. It's very loose. It's smaller than, a, um, than, than rice. And oftentimes, if you are at a restaurant and they're serving it in a power bowl um, with spinach and craisins and it, it kind of gets mixed up and, and spread around. So you're not really uh, eating it in a, in, a, in a mound. And so you, you aren't really feeling full from it. And my point is, is that if you do have a power bowl with it, um, you, you're not even feeling that it's there. Um, so easily you can eat and consume two cups of this, um, three cups of this, and not, not even feel it. Um, nutritious, again, highly highly nutritious, nutritionally dense, but calorically, it is way up there. Um, muesli, muesli bars, um, granola. Um, basically, muesli is the form of, of granola without all of the, the sugar. Um, it is uh, basically uh, oats, 
um, but it doesn't have all of the uh, hydrogenated oils and, and, and uh, sugars. So it is healthier than granola. But I can tell you that uh, usually one muesli bar um, is about, uh, takes you about 100 minutes of household cleaning to burn off. So keep that in mind. 100 minutes is a long time. Um, and if you were to put a tablespoon of almond butter on this muesli bar, then it is adding 13 minutes of carrying heavy bags up and down the stairs while you are cleaning your house. So that's how you got to put things into perspective. Um, and if you are a granola eater, and there's a lot of really healthy granola out there, and a lot of the really healthy granola has really healthy granola labels and names on the packaging, keep in mind that a quarter cup of this extremely healthy um, snack typically is about 180 calories and a quarter cup is not very much. Um, if it's used, it should be used very, very sparingly. So the bottom line here is healthy does not mean low calorie. So while these foods make great additions to your diet, you have to be mindful about how much of it you eat. And really you do need to measure because if you don't measure, your your guard will be down and you are going to find yourself looking at an empty bag of granola. Um, so next big one, butter. Of course we all know that butter um, uh, is high in calories. Um, and we all know that we should stay away from butter. Um, but uh, ghee has hit the market. And if you don't know what ghee is, I'm going to spell it for you. It's G-H-E-E, because -E, you may have seen it uh, at the stores. Um, and uh, the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is, again, I see this all the time. I hear it all the time, where someone will say to me, uh, oh, but I, but I use ghee. And they're just so proud to uh, proclaim this. And yes, it is, it's basically organic butter. Um, it is butter that has been uh, raised grass-fed, and it is just as caloric. Um, it is going to give you the same amount of calories. Um, it is going to give you the same amount of fat. Um, it is not going to help you in any way shape or form when it comes to uh, changing the nutrition of it um, as far as the cholesterol, the fat, um, or what it does for your weight. So is it is it healthier? Yes, it doesn't have preservatives, it doesn't have additives, it probably doesn't have as much salt. Um, so of course, if you want to go a little bit of a healthier route, um, ghee is going to be healthier. Um, but don't be fooled by thinking that if it's ghee that you can slather your steak with it because it's still going to be just as caloric. And the same thing goes with oils. Um, you know, you could say the same thing with, with uh, polyunsaturated fatty oils versus olive oils. Um, one tablespoon of olive oil has the same amount of calories as one tablespoon of lard. Now, I, I know that we're not going to cook with lard. Um, and if you do, um, it's really going to be the same amount of calories as you would with olive oil. Olive oil is not going to clog your arteries. Um, and yes, you are going to be much better off consuming the olive oil. But um, there, there is that, that mind twist a little bit when we are considering the types of oils that we're, that we're eating. Um, so I do want to talk about 
fruit. Um, I've considered doing an entire show just on fruit. Um, you know, it is nature's candy. Um, and it is painful for me, and I say this, I start my fruit speech all the time by saying it's painful for me to deliver this news, but it is, uh, it's the truth. It's high in sugar, and I am by no means suggesting that you shouldn't eat it, but what I am saying is that you should be careful with the amount that you eat. Um, and uh, if you are going to incorporate it into your diet, that you should keep track of um, the amount that you eat and the types that you eat. So there's there's a lot of different fruits out there, and many of them are seasonal. Many of them are are global, depending on where you where you live. Um, and so oftentimes we are. Um, wanting to eat certain fruits depending on where we're visiting, if we're on vacation, and, and I understand that. So certainly, if you are on vacation, have a mango. Um, but if you are here and you are eating mangoes by the dozen, um, they are they are loaded in sugar, and you should you should watch that, especially if you are somebody that is pre-diabetic or diabetic, or somebody that is trying to lose weight. That fruit sugar is no different than table sugar if you are trying to lose weight or if you are diabetic. Um, and I've talked about this before with cherries and with grapes um, because they are bite-sized, no different than bite-sized Snicker bars. We don't count them and uh, we lose track of them. So be aware of them and use them sparingly. So be aware, keep track, and now I have revealed the secret. Keep track of those secrets, and I think you will then see the secret of weight loss. So enjoy the rest of your day. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here. Time is right. 